Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'm picking up her vibration. She's giving me the excitation. I'm picking up Vibrations tonight. Welcome to Positive Living Vibrations with Sarah. Ah, well, retrograde has left us, thank God. And this actually, I think, is going to be a wonderfully creative and rhythmical time period ahead of us. I believe that we're in for quite some extraordinary things, and we're going to have a couple of extraordinary topics on the show tonight hormones and menopause, the sixth, the myths, and the truth. But before we get there, my usual little blurb about you can find all the shows past and what's coming up on my site choosepositiveliving.com that is choosepositiveliving.com and if you are inquiring after taking a true colors personality trait test please you can find it on there as well as the view of life I do everything online, so it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we can make it happen. And all the current shows are under radio show, all the archive shows are under archive. Take a visit, take a scroll. I've had some extraordinary people on my show, and it is always good to have some very valuable information in your life, as such as the information that we bring to you tonight. So how do we stay feminine while we're getting through these multiple hormone changes? Well, my guests tonight, Joanne Cohen and Wendy Vineyard, they're going to be telling us how we can survive this. You know, being a woman is a most wonderful, beautiful gift. After all, we have the privilege of giving birth to a new life and nurturing that life to its own flourishment. But our hormones can play havoc with our lives and in some cases cause some real problems. Then there is menopause, (laughs) the sweats, the weight gain, and in some cases, the hell. But it doesn't have to be like that. And we, we know that we can embrace the gift of womanhood and we can sail through these horrible hormonal tides if we just know what to do. I had a terrible time growing up with my period. It would knock me out for a couple of days and even I would have fainting spells and just really be completely doubled over. Once I had children, it improved. I was very lucky with menopause. I didn't suffer like some of my friends did. And I think I contribute that to um, being extremely healthy at that time and healthy in mind. And I think that was just the appropriate time that I managed to sail through it. So how do we become feminine? How do we stay feminine? How do we embrace that womanhood when we're feeling 500 pounds once a month or why we're going through these menopausal sweats? 
um, while we're going through the mood swings or even after birth. Um, you know, we get spotty, we get cramps, we get bloating. Uh, you just get that fatigue feeling. And as my daughter said, all I want to do is just get into some sweats underneath the blanket and come out in a three or four days' time. And, uh, you know, this is the way most women do live. And apparently we don't have to. And so we are going to find out what we can do today. I am first going to bring on Joanne Cohen. She works and focuses on inquiring more deeply into who we are as women. You know, the healing reproductive and hormonal issues that we may have. Clearing old identities and beliefs that can, we can be fierce, beautiful, wild, and free. Joanne coaches women one-on-one and leads them retreats and teaches classes online. Joanne compiles her expertise in herbal medicine, flower essence therapy, which I definitely want to hear more about, shamanic practices, and training. She is Psych K, which this makes her an ideal mentor for women who are already reacquainted with their feminine power. So why don't we bring Joanne and actually find out on the hormonal side, the you know, the BC before children, um, before menopause, and find out what are these tips that we can have in order to get through the monthly curse. So hello Joanne. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Welcome, my dear, welcome. So a topic that every woman really would prefer to not um, address, but one that is addressing us every month and we can't avoid it. So, you know, how about you tell us a little bit more about what got you into the hormonal side of the business and, you know, what you kind of use in your practice to try and combat it? Sure. Um, you know, I'm not sure if there was one specific thing that got me into this work. I've The work that I've done has always been in the realm of the feminine. I've been an herbalist and a doula helping women through labor and birth. And um, for me, I think I, I grew up having PMS and really bad cramps, and so I was always looking for something else, something different. And I, when I was, I think, 15 or 16, I w- was taken to a gynecologist, and they just put me on birth control pills. Okay, just take that. And they're just, you know when you get that feeling inside, like, this doesn't feel right. There has to be something else. And so I started studying herbal medicine, and um, that led me to start studying flower essences, which we is super exciting to talk about. Mm-hmm. And herbal medicine is amazing, amazing for balancing the hormones and reducing the severity of symptoms or even getting rid of the symptoms of different hormonal and reproductive health issues. And then the the crux of my work also deals with what are the underlying emotional woundings and hurts that have created the physical health problems. So that's when I use flower essences. Could you go a little bit more into the flower essences, exactly what they are? Yeah, so herbal medicine, most of us know, you know, we've drank chamomile tea or um, we've taken an herbal capsule. And when we when we use herbs, we're using the physical part of a plant, like the flower or the root or the stem or the leaves. And the physical part of the plant is used to heal the physical part of our bodies. So if we drink chamomile tea, it helps us to relax it helps our nervous system so it's the physical piece and with flower essences it's a um 
it's like a component of botanical medicine. But rather than it working on the physical level, it actually deals with the emotional, the, the emotions. Mm. And what it does is it's, it helps to bring up subconscious thoughts, beliefs, pains, woundings into the conscious mind so that we can release them and move forward, so that we can let go of what's happened in the past and be really in this moment now. And so using them together is pretty powerful because what I've found in my 10 years of doing this work is that generally there's a feminine wounding, a feminine pain um, that varies. It's not just like sexual abuse or verbal abuse, um, but it's any time there's been betrayals or boundaries crossed um, where women don't have the tools in the moment to deal with them and we kind of shove them down. Mm -hmm. And they get shoved into our reproductive system. So the flower essences help to release these things. Emotionally, we feel better. We feel more enthusiastic. We feel more in the present moment. And the herbal piece helps to heal the physical health issues. How much of um, um, our PMSing is physical and how much of it is a, you know, maybe a mental approach to it? You know... It's hard for me to say. Um, I, maybe it might be fifty-fifty. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many. There's so much physicality. You know, we have environmental toxins, and we have yes. genetics, and we have the incredible amount of stress that wreaks havoc on our hormones. And I think a lot of women actually don't know the relationship between stress and our hormones, which hopefully we'll we'll get into. Um, Most certainly, but. But stress really, really contributes to imbalance. But it really is this emotional piece of um, the whole range. So it could be very blatant sexual and verbal abuse. It could be any time a woman said yes when she wanted to say no. It can be any time where a woman strived for perfection as proof of her strength when we know that that's not proof of who we are. Um, mm-hmm. It can be any time we had betrayals or boundaries. And actually, I think if we asked every woman on the phone if they've ever experienced any of those things, every, Somebody has, woman, yeah. Yeah. every woman would raise their hand that they've had one of those. And yes. so when we don't know how to deal with them, we shove them down. So I would say it's about 50-50. Mm. Um, when we start to deal with the emotional feminine wounding, the physical symptoms start to alleviate. They start to heal. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of people think that you know the body is the body and the mind is the mind and the soul is the soul and really we are a whole and we need yeah. to be treated as a whole and uh, you know and also never apologize for our emotions. We just need to deal with them so that they don't have control over us anymore. So you know, at exactly. this point, Joanna, I'm going to bring uh, Wendy on and have, let okay. her have her little blurb here and then we will come back to you with a little more. Sounds so great. Wendy Vignard. Um, She inspires women to thrive through menopause naturally, without drugs or added hormones. Wendy believes that 90% of menopause challenges can be solved naturally, especially if you start addressing them early. That does go against the common thinking of our medical system, however. Many doctors have medicized menopause, and have they? They've turned it into a medical condition. Why not? The pharmaceuticals make money. 
rather than the natural um, menopause, what they're um, what they're likely to look after is the menstrual cycle's end. It's an unnecessary suffering, folks, who don't need to go through this. Menopause can be a catalyst for you to find the way to becoming stronger and happier than you've ever been. So you can take charge of your menopause and experience and start loving yourself again. So Wendy is very, very passionate about what she does. We had a wonderful long conversation when we pre-did the show. And I've got to let Wendy speak for herself because she's been doing this for a very long time. Long time, and Wendy, welcome to the show. Ah, do we have Wendy on the show? Let me find out. I'm finding out from my producer. She might have to. Okay, Wendy, if you can hear me, we're trying to unmute you. And if you can't come through, then what we're going to do is go back to Joanne for a moment, and maybe you should call back in if you can hear us, love, okay? Uh, it seems that retrograde is still hanging around a little bit. So before Wendy comes back on, Joanne, I'm putting you back on, my darling. Okay. <laughs> this is the beauty of technology. It is absolutely wonderful until it goes wrong. But, um, you know, when it does, it does. So we'll continue on talking. So how about... Addressing perhaps the, you know, the, the actual um, menstrual cycle itself. I mean, we understand what it's there for. Um, you know, uh, I was never consistent. I know there are some people that, you know, they know the actual hour every month that they're going to get it. Um, but, you know, how there are so many different ways that people suffer through the menstrual cycle. But maybe you can give us a few tips or, you know, a few pointers on why people have them so differently. Well, I mean, we're all very unique and different, and so we all have different lengths of cycles. And I think one of the things that becomes a challenge for us is when we hear your cycle should only be 28 days, and we have women with cycles that are 24, or 25, or even 35, women start to feel like there's something wrong. And actually, their cycle might be totally perfect for just them. And so... You know, there's there's so many pieces to this conversation of how women relate to their bodies, you know, because we're taught in our society that there's always something, someone prettier, someone better, someone, you know, you want to lose weight, you want to look a certain way. And so we're always striving for something else outside of ourselves. And the truth is, for a lot of us, if we just slow down and check in, our cycles are actually fine as far as the length of time. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that happens is there's we've, we've kind of come into this conversation that having cramps or migraines and headaches or all of these things are quote-unquote normal, and they're not. You know, they're, they're your body telling you something is not working well. Something is not balanced the way that it should be. And there's a little bit of a laziness that we've gotten into where women think like, oh, I have to lay in bed for two days or I get the worst headaches when I get my period, but oh well. And this is the, whatever's happening in the body is a really big message for us. And we're, right. we're in this place where we're overlooking that. So there's, to answer your question, it's like in some ways, there is no one way. There is no one mm-hmm. length of cycle. There's, there's a range of normalcy. And the other piece is just like this this place where we've gotten used to not feeling well or not liking our cycle when in fact it can provide us with incredible gifts and insights and 
power. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, wait, we'll get back to you, John. We've got Wendy back, okay. I think. Are you there, Wendy? I am here. Uh, retrograde decided to play a trick on you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joy song. Okay. But we're not going to waste any time. You know, you're a lady who's traveled around a great deal. You've had a great deal of experience. You use many techniques. Um, you know, instead of going into that, I'm going to let you speak to it. And, uh, you know, just go ahead, darling. The, the, the stage is yours. Well, I was fascinated listening to both you and Joanne speak about your youthful years experience, and and I, um, I I believe that some of what Joanne was talking about I, I would be a perfect uh, jumping off for me to get into the conversation. Um, the whole body mind connection is so important, and I think that that speaks to um, other many different types of uh, of, con- uh, of uh, uh, complementary medicine. And um, when women ignore signals from their bodies for many years, stuffing thoughts and feelings they de- that have been deemed unacceptable, uh, it can build up, and and uh, over the years. Uh, things start to happen, and um, we're here to talk tonight about uh, about hormones. And um, very often, um, when a woman gets in her 40s and 50s, what she thinks may in, may be menopause may in fact be the outward manifestation of ignoring signals from your body what, that were more subtle when you were younger. So mm-hmm. it's it's. It's an interesting continuum that we're talking. Joanne's talking about uh, younger women, and, and uh, I'm talking about women uh, who have a, a wonderful opportunity to pay attention and and think about how they want to live their lives um, going forward. And we can make changes at the drop of a hat. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes change just happens instantly, but sometimes it takes a, a being in pain or uh, feeling like you can't go on until something is resolved. And like I said, a lot of it has to do with going in and checking inside. What could this pain, what could this discomfort be telling me about what I need to change or do differently? And and I'm very much one of those believers in taking 100% responsibility for what's going on in my life and what shows up because there's no one else um, there's no one else going to uh, going to be there to 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 uh, make the changes except for me. Right. And I hundred percent agree with you that it, yeah. you know we 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 have to take ownership of ourselves, our choices, and um, uh, you know and today again with shows like this on the internet, the answers are out there, and so we need to be seekers and find those solutions because yes. they are there. Um, there was something that you said to me, Wendy, when we were having our conversation um, before the show. Um, you know, I was talking to you about uh, the menopause, and I had a friend that went through menopause, but, I mean, literally, the sweat coming off her was like Niagara Falls. Wow. I mean, she was in such dire. And, you know, I had kind of hot flushes where I would get hot, and then I would just need to go somewhere to cool down. But once I was cooled down, I was fine. A little bit of heat at night, but, you know, nowhere near to the extent that she went through. But you were saying, it's like, what state of mind was I in at that time? And at that time, I was out of a marriage. I was coming into myself. I was in discovery of self. I was on a lot of nutritionals and healthy foods. And I was excited about my future. And, uh, you know, menopause for me just like happened one day, finished, done, gone. 
And, you know, it was really, really exciting for me. It was like, thank God, <laughs> it's gone. I don't have to put up with that, uh, that anymore. And I think that was a lot to do with it. And there's another thought that's come across to both of you ladies is that how many people, um, women and men, look upon the menstrual cycle as, oh, God, she's got that again. And you immediately feel guilty for having a period. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and uh, or if you know she's in menopause and she's uncomfortable with sweats or you know etc or moods and it's like god the bloody menopause menopause and it's like you know we we feel guilty for going through something that's natural and in that guilt of course we're piling on those emotional issues aren't we that's going to affect the hormones and the stress level even more. Well, it really does go back to stress, doesn't it? I mean, uh, Joanne, you were talking about that earlier too, and uh, I I think that. Um, uh, for pra- practically anything you want to name, stress is the number one uh, cause of, of discomfort, of premature aging, of menopause problems. And um, the um, uh, sometimes the questions need to go deeper about relationships, things that you don't want to face that mean you would have to take action now and maybe complicate your life, make it a little more difficult. And that's what I was alluding to earlier about the opportunity at menopause to clear out some junk, to deal with some stuff that's been stuffed, let it come up. And if you need help with doing that, there are people who can help you with that. And it's not stopping until you get the satisfaction that you deserve because every one of us deserves to live pain-free, pain-free emotionally and pain-free physically. Okay, so let's let's go over now to uh, both of you. This is addressed to both of you. Um, you know, uh, let's go to the herbal now. Let's go to the natural sources. Um, what can one take when you're in a menstrual cycle, you know, for things like the cramps, um, you know, uh, for the bloating? I mean, we've got that mindset down. We know we need to work on that. But what natural sources can we take to help us through this discomfort? Joanne, would you like to start off with that? Sure. Um, some great ones are, you know, it's it's one of those questions that I, I really want to give some herbs, and I also just want to let people listening know that the thing about herbal medicine, the thing about natural health, is that we approach every person as totally unique. And mm-hmm. so it is hard to just say, like, take this and take that, because um, every woman needs something different. But if I was going to come up with, you know, three or four herbs, um, firstly, I would say we have to use herbs that are really specific for the adrenals to help the adrenals respond to the stress that every woman has, whether it's big or small, every single woman has some level of stress. Maybe women listening to this right now are just like, you know, they're cooking dinner or they're making sure their husband or their partner's okay so that they can listen to this. You know, there's always a level of stress involved in our modern-day life. So herbs like ashwagandha help the um, help the body to adapt to stress. And then we look at the nervous system. What can help the nervous system relax? Even little things like chamomile, like I was saying before, Mm-hmm. So helpful, and you can get it. You can go to any restaurant and have a cup of chamomile tea. Um, there's also nettles, which is amazing. And then we look more into the hormones. So if somebody's having hormonal balance, chaseberry, or the Latin name is Vitax, is one of the best, especially if a woman is having, um, like, swollen breasts, 
you know, everything kind of feels like bigger. You maybe yes, even need to get a bra. <laughs> yeah, you maybe even need to get a bra that's bigger leading up yeah. to. And, you know, the thing with all of these symptoms is there is, like I said before, a range of normalcy. It's when women are having PMS for two to three weeks before they start bleeding, you know, rather than just two or three days before. Right. So, yeah, so anyway, ashwagandha, chamomile, skullcap, vitex, um, wild yam, I mean, there's so many incredible herbs, just uh, depending what on... What essences would you put with that to balance it at that time, too? So, you know, so the yeah. mind uh, along with the, with the body is there. What um, yeah. flower essences? Well, flower essences, again, we're dealing with very specific stories that women have been living out for their whole life. So a lot of women have um, the unworthy, undeservability piece, right? I think everything comes down to... Um, not good enough. It's like everyone's underlying thing is that they don't feel good enough. They don't feel pretty enough, smart enough, all the not enoughs. Um, And one of those is just helping with um, self-esteem. And, you know, the whole thing is, and you guys can't see me, but the second chakra is where our reproductive organs are. And the second chakra is all about worthiness and deservability and boundaries and um, trust. And so those are kind of the flower essences that we give for those specific things. So motherwort is amazing for boundaries. And motherwort as an herb is amazing for, like, that irritability that women get right before they bleed um, or new moms get. So there is sometimes a crossover. Um, There's Missouri primrose and buttercup if a woman's feeling, like, low self-confidence and low self-esteem. So, I mean, there's there's hundreds and thousands, and um, it just depends on what someone is actually experiencing. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Wendy, would you like to chime through with this? Have you got um, anything else that you can add to that? Yes, yes. I, I, I love all those herbs that you mentioned, Joanne. I, I've used them um, myself and with my clients as well. Uh, I'd just like to add in about uh, sea vegetables. And um, uh, those can definitely be an acquired taste if uh, you want to learn how to cook with them, putting them in stews and soups and um, uh, crumbling them into uh, uh, casseroles, that kind of thing. Um, I actually use a a liquid supplement, and and I found that that was very, very helpful with um, um, sore breasts and and, um, uh, just... Uh, uh, helping with added uh, minerals because we don't get enough minerals from our foods. That's a real problem uh, with food grown in North America, uh, especially because it's been farmed for many, many years. So looking at the nourishing herbs, uh, uh, I was also going to mention nettle, stinging nettle. Uh, when it's dried, uh, you can mix in a little bit of peppermint for and to improve the, the greeny, sort of very herby taste. Um, and... Uh, I, I think also the B vitamins are really important, um, especially for uh, the stress factor, um, mixing uh, them with ashwagandha and, and uh, uh, other um, phytonutrients uh, in, a, in a, uh, getting a good blend, that, uh, uh, like uh, a nutritional that has a good blend of that. Um, I think for me, B vitamins have made a big difference in, in my experience of, of stress, and, and I think that the, the B complex is, is a, a really important one to uh, to take. And uh, also iron. 
do we need oh, iron yeah. at that time? And how is the best way to take iron? Because I know if you take too much of it, it also is bad. What's a kind of a, you know, obviously if you're working with a client one-on-one, you will be able to measure that better. But for somebody who hasn't got that opportunity right now, what would be a, a good level or, or process, way of taking iron that we need in our body? I, I actually do have a lot of personal experience with iron. Um, I, I've had fibroids and um, uh, a lot of heavy heavy menstruation. So I um, found out fairly quickly that the iron that uh, the specialist recommended was going to give me um, constipation. Yes. And so yes. I think that's a fairly common problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to the health food store and got a whole food iron, a liquid iron supplement uh, that I have found to be um, actually quite wonderful. And there's a number of different kinds. I think that, uh, you well, you can get uh, vegetarian formulas and, uh, and non-vegetarian formulas depending on uh, your, your food choices. Um, but I think the important thing is, is to know um, what foods have iron in them and um, not to rely totally on that, especially if you already have a challenge with with um, excessive uh, bleeding every month, you're going to need to take um, uh, a good quality iron supplement. Um, I, I don't, uh, Joanne. What do you think about um, yeah. taking iron as a as a uh, separate supplement from a, a multivitamin? I think again, it depends on what. Like, if we're talking about somebody who's anemic versus mm-hmm. somebody who's just wanting to feels like they just need a little extra iron. I think in some of the products that we can buy in the store, they generally tell you to take less than what you might need to take, especially in a multivitamin, just depending on the company because no one wants to tell you to take too much. So sometimes with my clients I have them take more than what the package says. Um, The other thing with iron is for in as – when you're using herbs to get iron, the beautiful thing about herbs is that they don't constipate you at all because they also have vitamin C in them. All herbs that are high in iron have vitamin C in them, and vitamin C makes the iron more um, assimilated in the body because sometimes when we take, just like what you were saying, Wendy, before, is the, the problem with a lot of our health even goes further into like our digestive health and so sometimes we take these supplements, and if our intestinal health isn't great, then we don't absorb half of what we're taking. Um, with herbs, because of the high levels of vitamin C with iron, they get absorbed and assimilated way better. Now, do you have to take iron um, you know, every day all the way through the month? Um, or is it something you just take you know, around your period of time? Or do you take it through the month and take more of it during that time? Well, this is Wendy. If you're speaking, if you're speaking about uh, what I do and what I recommend to my clients who have excessive menstruation, I would say you, you would need to take it. Sometimes you need to take it twice a day, depending on um, your level, your iron levels. Um, Joanne, like you're you're the you're the nutritionist, and I, I'm deferring to you on this one because um, iron can iron is something that not everybody responds well to. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so you need to figure that one out first. Yeah, and I would say, like, especially, you know, even when we're talking about, like, pregnancy or postpartum, there's a way in which women think they kind of need to take everything. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, the beauty of our bodies is that they are really brilliant. And unless you are anemic or you have heavy cycles, like what Wendy's saying, you may not need iron, you know, depending on your diet and if you're taking great vitamin Bs and you may not need a supplement of iron. If you do have heavy bleeding, yes, I would definitely recommend taking an iron supplement or whether that's a capsule or an herb throughout your whole cycle. Some women only just need to take it a little bit before they bleed. Some women postpartum, depending on how much blood they've lost at birth, need to take it for a while. Um, And it also depends on the severity of blood loss. Um, Sometimes taking an extra iron supplement has more iron in it than drinking an herbal tea. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's sort of like what is the level. And I think some women who have excessive bleeding, they they oftentimes don't know, you know, because that's their normal. Um, or women who bleed <laughs> after birth, they sometimes don't know. The I, flooding that had, happens, um, yeah. No, after I had my son, and I, I went into a coma when I had uh, uh, labor with him. He was a very traumatic uh, delivery. Wow. And uh, afterwards, I was uh, both of us were in kind of a little bit dire straits. And um, I only saw my doctor, I think, a few weeks after, which I really think I should have seen him earlier. And at that point, my iron levels were so dangerously low. And I found myself yeah. to be not only exhausted, but very depressed because of it. And, uh, you know, not... Um, and I... It, they threw me on those iron pills nine at a time, and uh, that ended up being really not a good thing at all. So I think what we're hearing here is that really you do need to have a, a, a natural practitioner that is actually going to guide you um, on where those iron levels are so that we are getting the right one. So let's move on to, to something else. Wendy, I'm going to throw one out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, with menopause, what causes the hot flushes? Um, because I know that's the hardest thing, I think, for most people. Those hot flushes, what can we do about them? Well, um, that's a good question. And uh, I, I just want to put it out there that sometimes things that seem to be blamed, uh, you can blame, oh, it's just menopause, could be something else. So um, mm-hmm. in, in general, uh, a healthy woman having a hot flush it's uh, got more to do with um, the best. The best knowledge is that it's fluctuating uh, levels of estrogen and progesterone. So it it just causes the body to make some compensations, and and uh, uh, you you have the sweating. Um, but on an underlying deeper level, it, it it's also connected to uh, having a toxic body. Right, I was about to hit you on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much, how much does chemicals affect our not just only our period, but also our, our menopause experience? Exactly, and uh, there's all kinds of uh, stories in the news about um, uh, xenoestrogens, um, uh, estrogenic compounds coming from uh, from uh, plastics in uh, used to wrap our foods. Plastics in, uh, like, uh, leaching into bottled water. Plastics leaching from the uh, lining of a of a can of tomatoes, for example. And and so there's, um, it's something that you really can't protect yourself from anymore in our environment. Uh, there are toxins everywhere. And I, I'm someone who's had some experience with uh, with cleansing personally and with helping others through it for more than six years. And I really believe in the value of it. Um, not everyone does, but I, I really believe that our bodies are overloaded and they need some help. 
So um, finding a really good cleanse, um, doing that on a regular basis, I, I think it can go a long way. Now, um, there's also herbs that can help with with uh, a detoxification in a, in a mild way. I mean, one really great thing to do every morning is to have a warm glass of uh, of water with a juice of about a, a quarter to a half a lemon, depending on your taste. That is going to help uh, your liver to uh, do some mild detoxification right there. Helps cleanse the body after a night of uh, of uh, uh, rejuvenation and, and sleep. And it's just a really nice way to also to help your body alkalize. So and I, hydrate I, your body as well. And hydrate absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that's a point I'm going to throw out to both of you, ladies. Hydration. Um, does that come into play with our hormones? Um, Either one of you. Well, I think it comes into play with pretty much everything: um, brain function, um, energy. Um, I, I used to liken uh, uh, being thirsty and taking a, a drink of water to uh, feeling like a flower was waking up. You know, like mm-hmm. how a flower can open and just bloom. It just feels like it's something that you need to do. You need to water yourself. <laughs> and, yes. And, and we, too much today is is uh, you know. Um, you know, people drinking other drinks, even kind of waters that are flavored. Mm-hmm. Uh, and generally, they're flavored if they're mass-produced by chemicals. And so we have to be very mindful of that, that we actually are drinking pure water because that really is the thing that hydrates us the best. Joanne, have you got any input on that? Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny, Wendy. I feel the same way when I drink water. I'm yeah. like, I feel that like I'm I'm just like unfurling my petals, you know, and mm-hmm. like drinking. It's funny you use that analogy. Um, yeah, and I would also add to that because I agree with everything she says is that we are also addicted to caffeinated drinks, mm-hmm. and those actually pull water out of our system. So some people think like, oh, well, I'm drinking green tea or black tea or coffee, so I'm getting fluids in, and they're actually sucking water from you. They're really astringent, so they pull water out of the body. So drinking, you know, half your body weight in ounces of water a day will help everything function more effectively in the body. Yeah, and, you know, mentioning that about green tea, because I know that it is kind of the tea that everybody's drinking because they think that they lose weight on it that it's uh, giving them energy and that it's really, really healthy. And actually, the fact that it dehydrates you is, um, right, I've never heard of that. Yeah, all those teas that they're called astringent, they kind of, when you drink them, your mouth, your your tongue starts to salivate um, mm-hmm. they're, because they're pulling they're pulling fluid out of the body. They're toning and astringing. And so those, all those, I mean, there's other herbs as well, but, you know, just talking about the caffeinated drinks, you Mm -hmm. have to drink even more water than sometimes because it's getting sucked out. I have to say I need my coffee every day, but then (laughs) for the rest of the day I am pretty well 90% water. So I allow myself those guilty pleasures, um, but it's balance, isn't it? Um, This is one I'm going to throw out to you guys. Um, There's two subjects I'm going to throw out here. One will be tummy and cortisol, but the other one is the wheat sensitivity, Uh, barley, oats, grain, um, of course the horrible uh, GMOs out there, uh, you know, the whey protein and all of that is – I didn't know that, uh, you know, barley, oats, and, and the grain were actually bad for you. Um, 
And we do know that GMO foods are terrible. And please, guys, uh, support your local farmers and your organic farmers and buy locally. Uh, we can change the GMO around by not buying it um, and be aware of what you're actually putting into yourself because it is killing us. Um, have you, either way, any of you got any comments on the, you know, the barley oats and the grain and the wheat and uh, all of that according to our hormones? Do you, do you uh, uh, jump in? Do you want to you want to go, Wendy, or do you want? Well, um, I can speak to it, sure. But you go ahead, Joanne. Sure. Go ahead. Um, you know, I think that most people have some slight sensitivity to those gluten products. Um, some people obviously have more sensitivity and really can't have them in the diet. There's, I read a study that said that the body actually recognizes those gluten products as they look very similar um, to fungus. And so the body attacks it and thinks that it's a pathogen. And so that's why a lot of people have a hard time digesting it because it looks so similar to um, a fungal molecule. And as you said before, the other part of it is like things are so overprocessed, and the, yeah. the good nutrients are pulled out. So um, all those things that you want to have in there are not in there anymore. Right, and the body right. sees it and it's something toxic. Yeah, yeah, they're refined, which mm-hmm. you don't, you know, it, when you see refined, run the other way. And. <laughs> And the other thing about gluten sensitivity, interestingly enough, is that uh, I've I've read that it it actually can cause low thyroid function. So, you know, it's not just about the sex hormones, the estrogen, progesterone, and and all the others, but every hormone that our body produces, and there are many, such as melatonin, DHEA, and 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 uh, the, the thyroid hormones, and the hypothyroid, and the and the uh, adrenals, all of these, once one goes out of balance, everything else, your body is always striving to be to be in balance. So when you have an imbalance in one hormone, say for example, one of the first hormones to decline as people age is melatonin, which affects your ability to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, and then you know we've got DHEA, which affects your ability to hold on to muscle and other functions. But but going back to the whole wheat uh, gluten sensitivity, it's not even about being allergic to wheat. It's a sensitivity that can cause low thyroid function, and with low thyroid function, it also can lead to weight gain. So not to yes. mention feeling cold all the time, the other third of your eyebrows. Are uh, disappear. Um, I mean, I've actually uh, heard of people getting tattooed eyebrows because uh, they think that they don't understand that it's a health issue and they think it's a cosmetic is- cosmetic issue. But it's not. It's it's it, it, our bodies are amazing machines, and the food and the um, environment that we have in this modern world is causing things to not function very well. And so that's why proper nutrition and drinking water as opposed to, um, you know, soda or um, any other drink that we could mention. And we can we didn't even talk about the alcoholic ones. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it's so important to to um, make 
healthy choices when you go to the grocery store. Um, the other thing, actually, I'd like you to hit on, Wendy, quickly, and Joanna, I'll have you come in afterwards, is because we talked about the cortisol. Like, it's very common for a woman when she hits the menopausal time to gain a bit on her tummy. I have seen women at this age, they've gone to the gym, they've done a million press-ups, they've done whatever, and they still, you know, their body might be toned for, for their age, but their tummy never goes away. So, you know, can you address that the, the tummy, the cortisol that you were talking to me about, you know, metabolic system in the losing weight, especially in the menopausal? Well, yeah, sure. There, there's a there's a lot of things tied up in in weight gain at at midlife or any other time, but like especially at midlife because again we're talking cumulative. And let's start with stress. When someone is um, experiencing long term stress, they say they're in a bad relationship or they're in a bad job, and by bad I mean not satisfying to them or uh, stressful to them. You you put a strain on the uh, adrenal glands. They're always trying to again, help the body to reach a, a balance to um, if, if when, you, when you're stressed and you, you go into fight or flight, you, your, your cortisol gets released from those adrenals and ultimately it ends up to you holding on to fat. Um, and, and then we've got to dig deeper about uh, physically what's going on. Again, we can bring in the, the, the toxins. Um, it's been proven that the body uh, encloses toxins with, uh, like fat around toxins to protect your internal organs. So, I mean, that is, is something that, again, um, how are you dealing with your stress? How are you dealing with environmental toxins? Uh, our, our metabolisms begin to slow down as we get older, too. Um, sometimes people think that just exercise can do it or I'm going to starve myself. But you know the body has an innate wisdom, and it's and it's um, it's something that you need to look at from from a, a whole balanced perspective. What kind of food are you eating? And you know you can talk about uh, the type of foods that are are um, um, best for for menopause and for I mean uh, we're talking foods from the the in uh, sorry the in the, the outer aisles of the grocery store. We're talking about. Um, uh, leafy greens and 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 parsley and and cabbage and broccoli and kale and collards and and uh, apples and pears and peaches and I'm not just saying any old fruit and vegetables. I'm saying if you can, please organically grown because yes. you want to put pure things into your body. Garbage in, garbage out. Right? The other thing, a little food, tip that for people that, that can't eat all those vegetables just due to whatever, mm-hmm. um, all greens are fantastic. The organic all greens. I like to take a spoonful of that and put it in my shake. Uh, I can put it in a sauce I'm cooking for myself. I can sprinkle it on my food. And, you know, you get a great deal of nutrient in the, in the all greens that you would um, have to eat a lot of vegetables for to do. Um, so there are plenty of options. Uh, another wonderful thing, which I know both of you are going to chime in, juicing. I mean, the amount of nutrient that we get from juicing. And for me, when I have a juice, it's like nectar. There is nothing in the world like drinking a beautiful, fresh, juiced group of, you know, vegetables or fruit. That's absolutely fantastic. So, Joanne, how about you chime in a little bit on, on um, you know, the, the weight, especially around the hormones, you know, the bloating. And, um, you know, you were talking very much about how to stay feminine. 
um, yeah. you know, when we're as women. And you know, when you when you are feeling that five hundred pounds, uh, it is hard. We're inclined to go to looser clothes, or you know, you know, as my daughter says, just give me the sweats and a blanket. And right. you know, the bloating obviously is probably part of it. I don't know if there's anything we can do to help that. But well, you know, I would also say, is wear a size up, as you said, you know, uh, before. Wear a size up of clothes. And don't wear something that's going to feel tight and make you feel fat. Have some clothes. Yeah, and I would, you know, I would, I would also just say that, you know, the time period before you get your period or while you're bleeding is, is, is a really sensitive time, right? So whether it's that you're having physical symptoms like you're feeling bloated and so you're uncomfortable or you feel unattractive or you're having emotional symptoms like you feel angry or sad, you know, you look at something and you cry. To rather than looking at it as like, oh my God, I feel like crap, or I hate my body, or I feel so shitty, it, it's really a time to come into, wow, your body's giving you a gift. Your body's giving you downtime. You know, we're not supposed to be running around doing all the things that we normally do when we're feeling this bloated or irritable or whatever. In our world, we haven't quite remembered that this is the time where we're supposed to be quiet and internal and really be reflecting. So the emotions that come up, they're all really good. They give us insight into what's going on in our lives. What do we want to change? What do we love? What do we hate? And instead, we're just like, oh, my God, we have to look the same as we always do and we have to act the same as we always do. And our hormones are actually inviting us to slow down and look inside. So your daughter wanting to put those sweatpants on, Mm -hmm. that's great. You know, it's, you know, and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. And so part of the work I do is how can we create your life to wrap around your hormonal cycle? Right. You know, so in the times that you're ovulating, those are times you go out and you speak and you get clients and you're outward. And the times when you, you know, are bloated and you're about to bleed, those are the best times for dreaming and creating and going deep inside to see how you want your life to change. So I think we have a tendency to, like, not want to have that experience because we just want everything to be perfect all the time. But there, there, it, it really is a gift for us if we can shift our mindset into looking at it like that. I love that, I think Joanne. Two that words, is yeah. beautiful. That's yeah, it beautiful. is. I like agree, and I think there's two words we need to look at here. Uh, One of them is permission to be a woman. Uh, And and the other one is the expectation uh, that everybody else imposes on us, that we just forget about that expectation and learn to listen to our body and uh, give ourselves permission to be that woman and to live in what we need to do. Take time for ourselves. Uh, Say no to something. Delegate. Um, if you have to, if something falls on a particular time, and, uh, you know, you have to, sometimes you just have to say, just because I can do it doesn't mean I should do it. And take, you know, the permission to be that woman. Um, We're running out of time here, folks, so I'd like each one of you to tell people how to get hold of you, give them your site, uh, any offers or anything. So, Joanne, would you like to jump in and go first? Sure. Um, Well, people can definitely find me at naturallyprosperous.com, and you can join my newsletter list. I send um, a bi-monthly newsletter, one um, 
that's written and one video a month where um, people in my community send in questions to ask me and I answer them on video. And um, you get like a free gift when you sign up for my newsletter list. And I also just wanted to offer something else. I have a um, an MP3 that people can download on how to make your hormones and your body your BFF and best friends forever. And um, that's naturallyprosperous.com forward slash wild free. So you can get my gift to you of this MP3, and you can also sign up for my newsletter at naturallyprosperous.com. Wonderful. Thank you very, very much, and please do follow through with that. Um, I do these shows very often on duplicated subjects because we've, we will speak to somebody or we'll hear somebody uh, that resonates with us. And, you know, the only way you're going to know is, A, listening to the shows and following through, folks. Go and ask the questions and see if Joanne is the right person to help you through this. So, um, um, Wendy, would you like to tell everybody to get hold of you, how to get hold of you? Yes, I, I like to, I'd like to mention that I um, am giving away a couple of things today that um, I would like to mention. Uh, first of all is um, a free menopause fix kit. When you go to my menopause, uh, menopause website, it's called naturalmenopausenow.com, and you'll receive a five-day mini e-course that uh, tells you about the five worst menopause mistakes and how you can avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> so you can jumpstart your journey to better health and wellness now and beyond menopause. Uh, it also includes a menopause checklist, so you can see the current state of your menopause and uh, whether or not you need to take action now. And um, uh, I also send out a monthly um, newsletter of uh, natural menopause strategies, resources, articles, recipes, insights, that kind of thing. The other thing is is that I'm uh, currently working on a book. It's called Powerful Habits to Grow Younger Every Day, and it will be published uh, this fall. Uh, if you email your name and phone number to me, I'll give you that email address in just a moment. I want to tell you what I want to give you first, a free copy of my book. Oh, I want um, one of those. Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> and so the email for that is wendy at wendyvineyard.com. And if you want the other uh, menopause-free uh, gifts, you can go to naturalmenopausenow.com. Wonderful. And, folks, if you didn't get to write this down, all you have to do is go to choosepositiveliving.com. Uh, right now, they're still up on the show page for the month of March. They'll be moved over to archives as we get closer to April. But always with their link to the show is their link to their site or their email. So you can always get hold of them. Or if you can't, get hold of me, and I will send you their emails or any information. So you can go to choosepositiveliving.com, and you'll always find people that uh, have changed your life on the show, and I'll put you forward to them. Uh, we've still got a few minutes left. I wanted to make sure that you got that all in there first. Um, and uh, I know there was something I had here that I wanted to talk about, and uh, I where did I put it? Um, okay, let's reiterate. Number one, attitude and perception um, is very, very important in how we deal with our own bodies, our own hormonal system. So number one, killer of health in everything and certainly a hormone imbalance is stress. Do we agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so number two, let's look at it. Uh, diet, which means chemicals. 
the abundance of chemicals that are bombarding our bodies, our bodies, overworking them, throwing us off balance, and throwing our hormones off balance. Yeah? Oh, absolutely, yes. And, and that goes for chicken as well, because that's stuffed with antibiotics and stuffed with hormonal stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and, more uh, that you can make organic choices, the better. Right. And, uh, you know, kind of, if you can't afford the organics all the time, then, you know, choose something that is organic and then try and buy locally from local farmers. At least it's fresh. Um, there's also a way of washing it off, isn't there? You could actually uh, put some water in uh, the sink with some lemon and soak your vegetables and things in there, and that helps, I believe, a little bit to remove some outside to- toxicity anyway. Um, so we know that uh, it's stress. We know that um, chemicals are really bad for us. Uh, we also know that uh, basically giving ourselves permission to be a woman uh, and to be a feminine woman, to own ourselves and make own our choices and own our femininity. Yes. Yeah. Any last on that? Yeah, I mean, I was just, I just want to say that, um, you know, our feminine health is such a source of power for us as women. And so when we're having this conversation of our hormones and our cycles and menopause, to just take it, you know, even a little bit further of this is the place that we as women find our power. And, you know, for thousands of years, the goddess was worshipped. And, you know, we kind of just have to remember that we're that goddess again and that we need to worship our cycles and our hormones and even into menopause that we still have these cycles within us. And, you know, as I said at the top of the hour there, um, the absolute divine gift of giving birth. You go, okay, maybe yeah. actual in labor, it, you know, isn't so joyful, but when you hold that child <laughs> in your, you know, when you feel that baby kicking in your belly, uh, there is nothing in the world like it, and only becoming a mother do you actually understand what it means. And so we, you know, it is a privilege, it is a gift, and it is something that we inertly understand as a woman. Um, and finding your value, finding your value yeah. at menopause is also about finding, um, perhaps giving birth to your own creativity and something that is meaningful to you as, a, as something that you can give back to the world. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning as well, is, is using menopause as a catalyst to, to make the world a better place through your own innate gifts. The amount of women that I know right now in their 50s that have woken up. Uh, we have Bonnie Gale with her sex butter. She's in her 50s. She looks younger now and is living a more vibrant life now than she did in the last 20 years. Um, we have um, uh, Tina Marie Bernard who's been on the show. We have Sherry Nichols who's been on the show. All of these people are in their femininity and embracing the womanhood. And, uh, you know, the stigma of age has gone. The stigma of divorce or, or choices in life have gone. Women are stepping into their empowerment now and they're making better choices for themselves without the environment, expectations of society, or any other form of dictation, and stepping into their womanhood and their femininity and their sensuality. Uh, we've got Ellen uh, Raffold-Nichols, who, who teaches sex education to, to women and men on how to enjoy our sexual lives. A lot of people think that when you have menopause, it's over. No, folks, it's actually just a license to have more fun. <laughs> <laughs> So don't 
afraid by uh, the by the menopause and don't be afraid about getting older because uh, with that wisdom we now learn actually what to do in order to enjoy life and trust your womanhood your femininity embrace it completely and go forth with it uh, a few seconds left guys um joanne you want any closing thoughts i'm just so thankful that we're having this conversation and um making it this hormonal balancing accessible to women and that i you know i just want women to know that there are so many options for them and that you don't have to feel stuck or stagnant or not knowing what to do and that a lot of these symptoms that women are having can be really helped and your life will change drastically and amazingly and magnificently. So thank you for having us. Oh, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Wendy, you've got 30 seconds left. What have you got to say? Well said, Joanne. I, I really can't improve on that except to say don't stop looking for your solution until you find it because it's out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree. You know, if you need something, just simply ask. There's always somebody that will point you in the right direction. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I was looking forward to this topic, and it's one that's very, very necessary. I thank you both for coming on and sharing your expertise. And, uh, hey, Women rule. So thank you very, very much for being on the show. <laughs> thank and, you for having uh, me. Thank, thank you, very you so much. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, bye-bye. Next week, I am delighted to address the issue of OCD, ADD, fibromyalgia, epilepsy, and more, autism. These uh disorders have such stigmatism to them because they are so misunderstood. I invite you all to go to my site, Choose Positive Living. Go to the shows marked uh, March 26th um, with um, um, Heidi um, Hulk. Uh, if you scroll down, you're going to see three articles are there, one on OCD, one on SADS, and uh, uh, one on her epilepsy. This is a show to really listen into, folks, because we can overcome these disorders. We can learn to live with them. We can communicate and interact with people who have these disorders. Uh, we, they're not a written-off society, and uh, we need to address it. So please tune in next week to this very, very important topic. And uh, don't forget, if you have any questions, contact me at positiveliving at outlook.com. And I want everybody to have an absolutely fantastic week. And women, give yourself a big hug. Stand tall. You rock. God bless everybody. Bye for now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.